Hello, and welcome to episode 57 of My Circus, My Monkeys. Again, it is still August. We're super duper busy. So today I want to focus on helping you find that 20% that's going to get most of the work done for you. We're going to be talking about the 80-20 rule, otherwise known as the Pareto Principle. So stay tuned. You're listening to My Circus, My Monkeys, the podcast for supervisors in education or any field that emphasizes growth and development. If you want to reign in the chaos and transform your team to better serve your students and clients, keep listening. This podcast explores essential information on supervision, employee engagement, and using a strengths-based framework to empower you and your team. We'll examine the latest research in psychology, neuroscience, education, and beyond to help you and your team get to the next level with your host, Ann Brackett, the Chief Engagement Officer of Strengths University. Okay, so think about that giant to-do list that you have. And maybe your students, like we're mid-August, so maybe your students are there already, but probably they're coming in the next few weeks. So you still have that giant to-do list that probably seems pretty overwhelming. So I want to talk to you briefly about the Pareto effect. And it's otherwise known as the 80-20 rule. This comes from an Italian, Vilfredo Pareto, who was born in 1848. And he noticed when he was in the garden that 20% of his pea plants generated 80% of the peas. This caused him to start thinking about uneven distribution. Then he did some research and found out that 80% of the land in Italy was owned by 20% of the population. He did more research and found that 80% of production came from only 20% of companies. So the generalization is that 80% of the results will come from 20% of the action or of the effort. So when you think about that giant to-do list, what are the things that you can do that gets you 80% done for all those things? Because that's the biggest bang for your buck you're going to get. And if you think about this logically, all the things on your to-do list, that means just doing 20% of them which may make you a little uncomfortable because if you're only doing 20%, there's a bunch of stuff still not getting done. But Henry David Thoreau has the perfect quote about this. It is not enough to be busy. The question is, what are we busy about? And I know that we're busy about making sure everything's ready for the students. But are there things on that list that don't need to be done? or? only need to be done if we have time, in which case we need to start prioritizing now, well, probably a couple weeks ago, but it is what it is. Understanding that we only have so much time, we only have so many resources. And when I say that, I don't mean, okay, well, there's two weeks until the students left and there's 24 hours a day. No, there are 24 hours in the day, but that excludes you taking care of yourself. And as we've discussed on previous episodes, 
If you're not taking care of yourself, then what you're producing is crap. It's just not that great as far as quality, as far as innovation, as far as really knocking it out of the park. You're not going to be able to do that when you're exhausted. So if you stopped thinking about this in terms of, well, we have to come in early, we have to take things home, we have to work late after the kids go to bed or whatever. If we take that out of the equation and just think about when I'm at work, what can I get done? What is that 20%? And part of this goes back to the idea of when we're stressed, we're more likely to use our talents as weaknesses. Or I should say they're more likely to show up as weaknesses. And so what on that list are things that you have added to it because that's where your talent set is? And I've used this example for myself before. Ideation. Oh, it's RA training. Oh, it's moving. What can we do that's new and exciting to get everybody jazzed about it? Which is nice when we have unlimited time and resources. And I definitely remember back in the day when I was on campus, okay, I have all these elaborate, detailed plans for RA training. And tick, 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 tick. As time went on, I had to start getting rid of stuff. And I had to go back to the core. What was the 20% that was really going to make that RA training great? Maybe it didn't have all the bells and whistles, that I would like with my ideation, that maybe my context thought I should put in there, or some other things, but really being intentional. What is the end result I need? And what is the most effective way to get me there? And it's really, really easy to assume everything on your to-do list has to be done. Why? Because you created the to-do list. Yes, there might be some things that other people told you needed to be done, But you're the one who in your head is thinking about all the steps that need to happen for each thing to get checked off. And we are not, generally speaking, the best person to assess our to-do list because we have, again, created that to-do list through the eyes of our talent set. And again, when we're stressed, that talent set might be throwing in things that are going to make you more stressed, that are unnecessary steps, that it's just stuff that they like to do. Again, my ideation, it just likes doing new things and in new ways. It's not really concerned with how strategic it is, with whether or not all of that is going to get us where we need to go. It's just kind of having fun. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, I I don't think any of my talents are really having fun right now. They are. Because they're creating this list for you. And then you, as the manager, as the supervisor of your talents, are left to deal with the chaos, which is kind of like your role as supervisor, right? Like you have all these distinct personalities on your team, and they all have different ideas, and they all have different things that they want. And so you're stuck trying to figure out, okay, um, okay, I want you guys to be happy and I want you to get what you need, but also all the things that you're telling me right now, that's kind of impossible. We don't have time for that. But when it's just in our head, we think that we have to do them all versus Betsy and Frank and Biff and Fred. Did I say Fred twice? I don't know. doesn't matter. All the people in our team 
we're like, okay, these people are just being ridiculous. I'm going to just have to have a conversation about what we can realistically do. Unless, of course, that's one of the skills you're bad at, being assertive and, and making those decisions, in which case you do try and do everything and burn yourself out. But let's go ahead and find some complementary partners, some people with different talent sets, swap our to-do lists to get an objective, or at least, I, well, not necessarily completely objective, but a more objective view on what could be cut. Because again, we're trying to figure out what is the 20% that's going to get us there. Another example here is losing weight. People always say it's those last five to 10 pounds that are so hard to lose. Why? Because 20% of the action got you 80% there. But then to get that, that other 20% requires 80% action. That is a lot. And again, when you have all the time and all the resources in the world, whatever. If I want to do 20 new things for RA training and bring in the Goodyear blimp to have some sort of real learning opportunity, I don't know. Whatever my insane, over-the-top ideas are, if I have a thousand people to do it and all the money, money's no object, well, great. Hooray. Who cares? Let's do it. But I don't think any of us are in that position right now. So in order to make it through and not just sur survive move-in, because we do that every year, right? Like we survive move-in, we survive the first week of class, but we're often exhausted. And this was often challenging for me with my RAs because, you know, you're super psyched, RA training, getting everything done for the res hall, for people to move in, meeting all the people, and then let's collapse. But you can't collapse because all the stuff that you do in advance just kind of sets the student, like the students don't know that you've been working that hard. And so when they get there, they expect you to be 100%. And if you've already burned yourself out, just getting them in the door, what are you going to have left to give when they're actually there? Because that's really the most important time. So again, if we think about this, well, for me, strategically, but there are other talent sets that they can also kind of do the math on this. Let's focus on what are the big things that need to get done? What's the 20% that we need to do or that I need to do to get 80% return and do that for all the important things? And then if we do have time and we have energy, we can polish those up and we can put a little bit more effort to get us 85%, 90% to the nice shiny picture in our head, but let's make sure we've got all the bases covered, make sure we're taking care of ourselves, and then polish the apple. Because we're still dealing with COVID, and so there's a lot of extra stress here. And even if you've been vaccinated, if your immune system has been depleted because you're so stressed out and you haven't been sleeping enough, because you've been so stressed you can't sleep, and or you've been working so hard that you decided, oh, I can find some more hours by not sleeping, then that can still be a problem because you can still get COVID. You can still get other germs. We need our immune system at 100%. We need ourselves at 100%. So think about getting rid of some of these bells and whistles. And in order to do that effectively, you need to get other people's input because you don't think of them as bells and whistles. You think of them as necessary. And I guarantee that there are things on your list that are not necessary to do. And when we are stressed, we also have a hard time prioritizing. 
So we just kind of go through the list, which means all of a sudden, okay, I got these three things done completely, but now I have these other two giant things that absolutely have to be done, and I no longer have the time or energy to do it other than to stay late, come in early, not sleep. And that's not okay. So 80-20 rule, find the things that need to be done on all your major projects. Then go back. And I know there is some sort of like, oh, if I just get it done, though, I'll feel so much better. And, And there is some sort of like, yes, I have these things checked off. But again, you've spent too much time on them to the detriment of other things that also need to get done. So if you can find that 20%, do those for all the major projects, then go back and shine them up. Or if you have people you can delegate to, or the student workers maybe are coming back online, let them do that other 20%. And just to clarify, you've done the 20% of effort that got you 80% there. So they're putting in the effort to get that 80% even higher, to get those last details done. Because that is a better use of your time and energy. Denzel Washington also has a, a quote that I really like. Just because you are doing a lot more doesn't mean you are getting a lot done. And I want to kind of wrap it up with that quote. Because in higher ed, we have a story that in August, we have to be insanely busy. We have to never see our family or friends. We have to go to bed exhausted. And once we go to bed, maybe we don't even get to sleep because we're so stressed out about everything. We don't have time to work out. We don't have time to meditate. All those things that keep us healthy because that's just how it is in higher ed. But I guarantee that many of the things that you have on that to-do list are driven by your talents, which again, oh, my talents? Well, that seems good. Yes, but they're stressed. So they're just going into default mode and they're giving you things to do that they like to do, but don't necessarily help you get that goal accomplished, at least not effectively or efficiently. So it's putting a lot of add-ons on that you just quite frankly don't have time to do. But because of the story that we have in higher ed, we accept those as being true and necessary and we keep doing them. So I would really, really encourage you, even though you are so crazy busy right now and you think, I can't afford any time to think about things, I just have to do them, take a half hour, find a buddy, swap to-do lists, and let each other know, okay, this isn't necessary or this is a faster way to do this. Just take a half hour. Maybe you don't even get through the whole list, but you're gonna end up with less work to do. And at this point, that's an amazing thing. One last thing before I let you go back to work. On September 7th at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, Alicia and I are doing a free webinar, keeping your team motivated throughout the year. So right now, way too busy for webinars, but hopefully by then, it's the Tuesday after Labor Day, you've had a chance to breathe, please join us. There will be a link to register in the summary of this episode. And the reason we're doing this is because right now, it's all about the students. And so we want people to have a chance after the students get here, and we've had at least that long weekend to breathe, to talk about how can we make a plan for our team 
to make sure that we have a really successful year. So your homework, figure out what your 20% are for all your major things that you need to get done. Sign up for our webinar in September and stay strong. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links as well as other episodes on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. As always, Alicia and I are here to support you as you reflect on where you are and where you want to go. One great way to invest in yourself and your team is to join us for the summer cohort of the Supervisor Strengths Institute. We are revamping the Institute this summer to make it even more manageable for your busy schedule. It is the same great content, but we've condensed it so you can work through each week's modules and start implementing change even faster. We know that life can too easily get in the way of you staying on track, so we've also added a bonus for everyone who completes all eight weeks of learning. You will get an additional 60 minutes of our time, and you can use that for more individual coaching, a short team session, or to receive a discount on a longer team workshop. Our Summer Institute starts on May 28th, Go ahead and register now. Check it off your list. We want you, your team, and your students to shine their brightest. And that starts with you. So join us for the Summer Institute using the link in the show notes. Or if you have questions about the Institute or other services, contact us at Anne, and that's A-N-N-E, at strengthsuniversity.org. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links as well as other episodes on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. <laughs>